This episode of Youth Ministry Booster Podcast is brought to you by Grow Curriculum. Grow Curriculum, not just good curriculum, a great strategy to grow your youth ministry. See what a thousand other churches have learned, that when you go with Grow, your youth ministry grows, and so do you. Visit youthministrybooster.com and click the Curriculum tab to see how you can get Grow and Youth Ministry Booster coaching and mastermind network for one amazing price. Everybody, welcome to another super fun Youth Ministry Booster live episode recorded on the Facebook Live. If you're not one of our friends, followers on the Facebook page, we'd love to have you because we're going live every other week with questions related to youth ministry. So it's a fun way to occupy your stream with some fun banter. Be a part of the episode, throw in your questions, help shape the conversation, which is always an exciting time with Chad Higgins, Kristen Lascola, and me, your least favorite youth ministry <laughs> voice, Zach. We're talking about this week, this week, uh, summertime summer. Soul care or self-care or, hey, youth pastor, when is it camp for you? But before we get into that, I need a baby update. And so, Kristen Lascola, we were talking earlier about Chad Higgins, <laughs> beautiful baby girl. And so, Chad Higgins, how's she doing? Baby check-in. We got we got a baby that's already here and another baby on the way. So, give us updates on both baby Malia Higgins and then baby <laughs> Tooch Lascola. Uh, Malia's doing really, really well. So, she is... She's rocking it. We're over seven pounds now, which um, for her is tipping the scale. Huge. If you know Huge. that, right? She was born at three pounds, all that kind of stuff. And so she is doing uh, really, Yay. really well. And so we, we love her. And she throws up on it's her not sometimes and it's all not those personal. kind of good things. <laughs> um, it is personal. Well, you know why it's personal? Because... You guys she are twins. Looks so much like you. Total That's twins. That's why. It, okay. it really is. First of all, yes. Okay. I, I get it. Yes. My my child does look a little bit like me. But L- little. I, th- <laughs> I, think, I think it is warranted to know that I think part of it is that I look like all babies, <laughs> right? Okay. Like there's a part of my face. Your favorite, your very baby time and really put this theory to the test. <laughs> how baby you are. If, see, if you saw it. me as a baby, it would just be a large man <laughs> with a baby's head is what it would be. <laughs> like that is what I look like. Oh it's the gosh. cheeks. It's the, it's the like, you know, little puffy oh, cheeks. It's adorable. Um, uh, yeah, the, the sweet, sweet cheeks and the squishable thighs, right? That's what we <laughs> And you know that from personal sweet experience. Baby. All, the things, all, all, the, all, all the things you say about babies that you can't say about grown grown people, right? Like, oh, you got such sweet cheeks and a cute fanny and squishable thighs. Yeah. Other things that Chad Higgins can't put on a youth ministry t-shirt, right? <laughs> Zach, please don't ever tell anyone they have squishable thighs. Oh, hey, my my infant son <laughs> is you? a chunky Enough little about, chunky little dude. About your thighs, Kristen. How are you? <laughs> I think we should do an entire episode about my. Usually, thighs. like to talk about guy thighs. I don't know if I've ever told you that, but. I do not like guy <laughs> thighs. I don't want them to be seen. No. Not even Jeff. Not even, not even Jeff not. Lascola. Oh. Guy thighs should never be seen or heard. <laughs> they are just, just leave them. All right. 
I think okay. I think we need to move on, or we have to give our episode. <laughs> we have to give our episode a different rating on on Apple. <laughs> Kristen, give us the update though. How are you doing? How is uh, baby doing number two? Good. She will hopefully come um, August twelfth. So uh, yeah, okay. we. I'm gonna head out on maternity the last week of July. But so far she's good. So far I'm good. And as long as I I haven't shared a ton, but with about my cardiac issues but as long as my heart levels stay awesome they'll let me go to august 12th if Mm. my heart levels start getting too high uh the pressure in there then they're gonna uh Mm. go to 37 ish which would put us at the end of july so we're praying uh that um you know everything and everyone stays healthy um, but the scary thing is I'm yeah. delivering at a place called UC Irvine, which is right by Disneyland, which is about an hour drive from me. And I thought, if I go into labor, I'm I'm stuck. <laughs> what in the heck do I do if it's like 5 p.m. <laughs> on a Friday? So we're really hoping uh, I don't go into labor and can't get up there because try to get on the five. There's no way. Because the traffic's that and bad. Told, and my doctor's okay. like, oh, we'll just There's life no flight you here. I'm like, who's paying for that? <laughs> like, who's going to pay for my helicopter ride over as, LA? <laughs> as, as someone who's been flown in a helicopter against his or her will, um, does the not. insurance doesn't pay for that. That's what I and figured. So, so what do you do? No, it doesn't. File for no, bankruptcy? No, I, uh, you pay them $50 That's a month for the rest of your okay. life. That's what you do. Mm. It's my alive tax. Uh, Karen and I, every, every month, when I, I send them a check too. I will I will not put that on auto pay. I want every month them to call me, say, I need oh your $50. And I'm like, you can have it. Yeah, that's no, crazy. It's The insurance paid like maybe a Doesn't fourth go toward of it. Your and we have like huh? decent insurance. I didn't no, think so. No. Yeah, that whole out of, out of pocket thing, it's only out of pocket if it fits inside of what could right. have fit in a pocket. I right, know. Right. Well, I told my husband, what we do <laughs> yeah. is we get on the so. shoulder of the freeway, we book it, hope we get pulled over, and then we get a police escort <laughs> the cop to escort. UC Irvine. So. Boom. That's it. That's <laughs> I, it. I'm just imagining you guys getting pulled over. And then, like, you getting so excited <laughs> for the rest of the ride, right? Yes, like, there's a police yes, officer in front, yes. and you're just like, hey, what's up? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> police escort to the hospital. <laughs> FaceTime. Yeah, I'll put it on my story. Uh, that would be amazing. So. All right, so, Zach, what are we diving into today? What is our big topic that we want to discuss? Man. So su- summertime self-care, I think that's one of the things we, we do so much in the summer for our students uh, when we talk about either big events or big kind of relational stuff. Uh, but I know for a lot of folks, maybe you're feeling like our, our good friend Caleb's feeling. So Caleb Mooney, man, maybe you're toast. Maybe you're just done, just absolutely done. Or you feel like, okay, I, I can make it through what I've scheduled, but I cannot do an ounce more. I don't have an ounce more to give. And so I think that's one of the questions. I, I want to ask you guys, I think this is just some... Give us some life advice, some insight. Like you guys have both served in ministry long enough to have some summers where you made it or some summers you almost didn't make it. So how can we maybe on the front end of feeling like we are just got nothing left to give, be smart or make plans for taking care of ourselves in the summertime? I think this came at such a good time when you were, when we were texting and we were talking about our topic because yesterday was like was a 
church mandated all staff self soul care day. And I just was thinking, man, I'm so fortunate. I work at a church where they require us to take what they call a staff Sabbath. And Mm. so um, it's a day where you're not allowed to work. um, You're not allowed to get stuff done around your house or run errands and that kind of thing. It's like a day of you and God, and it's doing something that you enjoy and that fuels you. And obviously, you know, you plan ahead because it's a day that you're losing and all that kind of stuff. But um, I always kind of do a similar um, routine for mine. But, um, you know, it just, it was one of those things that I feel like, we get so caught up in taking, and I think I've said this before, taking care of the um, urgent instead of the important. But then when you take care of the urgent mm. all the time, what is important um, as far as like how healthy you are starts to slip. And so it's like, okay, then we have to, we have to do something to um, realign that or yeah, like Mooney said, then we're toast and there's nothing um, left to give. So, you know, um, there's a guy named Mike Foster. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he does. Yeah. So he came and spoke at our church yesterday, two days ago, and, um, just kind of got our whole staff ready for the staff Sabbath. And he was saying, you know, we need to find time like to sit, he called it sitting under the shade tree because he's like, there's a lion in me. What does mm. a lion do? A lion tackles problems. A lion goes after the prey. But what else do you see a lion do? And he said, sitting under the shade tree. And he's like, I need to come back to that shade tree. And so he kind of has a system that works for his life that he calls every day, every week, every month, every year. And finding the self-care mm-hmm. in a 24-hour period, even if it's small, in a seven, you know, like where is that rhythm getting set in your life? Um, cause we definitely know when we don't have it, you know, um, you know, and yesterday I, you know, had some great meals by myself. I went to this beach. I really liked by myself, just reading and praying and reflecting and journaling and all this stuff. And, you know, I just realized, man, there, there came the season for me in the ministry where every time I'd see someone coming, like a parent or a leader or a student, I'm like, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? <laughs> you know, <laughs> because I knew they were there to take and I knew they weren't there to give. And I just yeah. thought I w- kind of in a cynical way, almost like how special do I need to make you feel? How much attention do you need right now? Let me just be your sounding board for telling me all these things. And like, nobody ever asked how I'm doing. And I, you know, and I started getting down on Mm -hmm. like, it's always like, give, 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 you know? But then as I was sitting there on the beach and I was reflecting on that attitude, that is clearly my fault and not theirs. I mean, it is ministry after all. And I thought about, you know, Jesus, and the rhythms that he put into his life of, you know, retreating to those lonely places and getting up early to pray, to find that in a 24-hour period, that alone time. Because I thought, you know, wah, wah, wah for me, but I don't think anyone else was going after Jesus either, being like, Jesus, what do you need today? Jesus, how are you today? They just took. So, I mean, that yeah. was, that was 
Jesus's <laughs> ministry in life, it was to serve and to be taken. But I noticed that he folds in these rhythms in his own life of going to the lonely place or waking up early to get it. However, while early, it was still right. dark, you know, he was desperate. However, he needed to get it. He was going to get it. Um, well, and I think I think that's like the business coach, life coach thing that like is, I mean, for all the people that are like, I don't know about that. There's something about early morning and like taking back the day. And I think that's like, it starts in the way that we take back the day. It starts in the way we take back the week and the month. Cause if you're hoping to just work really hard and then rest really well, like it's right. not a switch. Like, I mean, it's, it's not a flip switch. It's a dimmer. And it's one of those, like it's, it's the gym. And I know that everybody, again, it's bad analogy cause I hate the gym, but maybe that's the reason we can't rest is that if you just like, don't go to the gym for a while, you're like, ah, oh, I'm going to go to the gym and get healthy. That first time back, everything is like, like so much less than you thought it used to be, right? Like it's like half the cardio you wanted to do and you're like lifting like 10% of what you used to lift. And you're like, ah, what is wrong with me? And it's like, well, you haven't been doing this. It's a muscle that you've forgotten. And I think if we can see rest, not as just like the absence of having like stuff on our to-do list, but like the way in which we like define our to-do list. And I think that's, it's not one more thing to do. It's the thing that filters what we are actually going to do and not do. And that, and that starts, I mean, like going into summer, you, you probably could guess how, how well you were going to feel at the end of it because of the routines, the habits, the rhythms that you've been living in. And so, uh, Chad Higgins insights, wisdoms. I, I think we're, you're hitting it right on the head. Like I, I think, Part of this, whether it's morning or evening, it it's all about creating that rhythm. And I mean, I, I know it as just structure because that's kind of <laughs> – those are comforting words for me, but it may not be for everyone. Um, but finding that like set structure in our life, you know, for me during like the summer months uh, – it was always different, right? Like you're at camp one week, you're at a retreat the next week, right? All of those kind of things. And so it's not your normal everyday like pattern and rhythm. Yeah. And so for people that maybe do do the checklist kind of things, or even if you don't, like taking some time to like schedule out your week, even when it's like the craziness of camp, right? Yeah. Can really help us continue to stay balanced. Um, one of the things as we talk about like scheduling rest inside of, um, you know, our week or month, I, I want, I want us to start thinking about this. So Zach, for you, how long is camp? How many days uh, are you at camp? This year, it's actually a Sunday through Saturday because our setup crew is going down Sunday night. I mean, it's a full week, a full week. Yeah. yeah. So what, that's what, six days, seven days, seven right? days. Yeah. Yeah. Seven days. Imagine for yourself though. Because I'm sure, and I know you well enough, you've got all seven days planned out, right? Yeah. Almost down to the hour. Yeah. Imagine for yourself if you said, camp for me is eight days now, mm. right? And so you've already planned out your seven days, right? Add one more day for yourself and actually plan a rest day. Not mm. just a, oh, I'm going and I'm sleeping, Right. Because the the reality is more sleep isn't going to like totally rejuvenate you because right. we're going to get ourselves in the same like mindset that Kristen was talking about, that we're still frustrated, that we're still going, oh, what do these people want from me, right? And now we're groggy because we had a long nap we weren't ready for. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, but what? Shut up. Ah, ah. <laughs> 
Yeah, but take that time and go, all right, that Monday that I get back, I'm not working, but I'm waking up at nine. I'm making breakfast with me and my wife, right? Her yeah. husband. I'm taking, you know what I mean? The rest of that morning to play with my kids. Yeah. I'm going to find myself in God's word that afternoon because yeah. that's how we truly get rejuvenated. We get rested. Um, don't buy into the lie that like uh, the next episode on Netflix is going to finally get you the rest that you need. Right. That That's, that's an empty hole, my friend. That is just a bottomless pit of binging on digital media. <laughs> that is not going to rejuvenate your soul. Because what ends up happening, right, is then it just feels like, <laughs> thank you for that. I don't know who that, that, was, that was supposed to be, but really I like but, him. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, he's, yeah. Small town preacher is uh, a really like helpful fellow. Yeah. <laughs> but but we want to work in actual rest for us, actual rejuvenation. Know yourself too, right? If you're an introvert, know that, hey, I need some like just me time right for a little while but maybe you're an extrovert but even though you're an extrovert right i'm an extrovert camp still wears me out (laughs) still she has least favorite week of the year i agree (laughs) but i i understand though my extroversion if if i'm able to go hey i'm going to take some time be around some adults that i want to be around after camp Right, go grab a meal together. Those kind of things to rejuvenate. All of those kind of things, because ultimately we don't want to just not be sleepy anymore, but we want to be able to give our best at our next event, our next program, our next Sunday morning. All of those kind of things that our people need, and so we've got to work that into um, our schedule and and our uh, way of life. Okay, I, w- I want to throw one out. We're about halfway through the episode. I want to throw one out because I think rest is a topic that we've covered a lot, and there's some other great resources that we'll link when this episode goes live on the podcast. I want to put out to all of our youth ministry friends, don't take summer as this season of busyness to go without challenging yourself in a personal way. Like summer for me is I always want to tackle either like a big novel or I want to like really get into some ridiculously weird, like, like, okay, maybe there's just like one facet or theological thing. And like, I have my own personal challenge that I always, every summer, like there was one summer that I read like as much as I could by a theologian. Like I wanted, I wanted to read everything he had to offer. And so that whole summer, just for me, not for my teaching on Sunday, not for the camp theme, but just for me, it was like, oh, this is my summer project. And I think whether that's something like intellectual of like, I'm going to read something or write something, or if it's like, I'm going to build a shed in my backyard, or I'm going to do like, I'm going to make something. I think there needs to be in this season of like, like Kristen said, like, like everybody's just taking from us that we get to create something. I think that's a way like of, instead of just saying no to what they're taking, you push back by saying, actually, I'm uh, building this line of farmhouse tables and birdhouses, and uh, I really just, you know, for me, this is for me, and my Saturdays, I build these for me. And I think there's got, there's got to be something in your life that, like, you are the creator that isn't just a direct feed to your youth ministry, because I think a lot of times we confuse the things that we like to make with what our students, we think they would like to be into. And so having something that's, like, for you. Like, all, all of my favorite youth ministers always have, whether it's, like, a paid side hustle or not, they all have, like, a passion project of, like, like, did you know that he he makes beard combs, or that like she actually is a published poet? Like, did you know that? And I just or it's those kind of things where you're like surprised by your youth or wiener dog fanatics. 
How brilliant. She she, she actually has a cult <laughs> following larger than a youth ministry following for wiener dog like Grand Prix. Like they go and they're known at the miniature Grand Prix. Yeah, and I just like whatever it is, it's one of those like surprising things. I think it's really like enriching too. Like if you have those friends that are just really smart, like like it's the friend that you have that's like knows everything about like barbecue and like knows how to smoke meats or like, you know, that she's like makes stuff Chad like has this huge Etsy shop and like has He's confused now. Sorry, sorry, Chad. You don't actually smoke. No, meat. no, ma'am. You I know exactly smoke. what he's talking. He's talking about with, when it comes to barbecue. You're not getting anyone anything past me in that area. I'm following that guy home. Yeah, that's good. So I, I just think one of the things that I would offer is to give yourself some kind of like summer challenge, like like not not like just you're like all right, students, we're gonna have so many kids at camp, but like a personal summer challenge for you. Write it down this month in June, and then by the end of August, did you make it? Did you read it? Did you finish it? Just just for you, and I think that's one of the things that like is so nourishing for ourselves when we're able to do something that was like for us and not that like I gave it away to somebody else again, unless Man, you want to. Unless you want to make that picnic table and just give it away to somebody, whatever. Yeah, I, I love that, Zach. I I've never thought about that. I've never done that in in my own life. As far as like specifically think through, okay, this summer I need to make this priority. But I, I can see how that could be so useful because it, it allows you um, to create space for yourself in that. Right? It allows you to balance some things because I think so often in the summer times we can just get to where it's like. The next event, the next thing, right? Is being drugged along by your own calendar. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and here you're able to go home. You've got some other things and, and you're able not to get just overwhelmed. Yeah. I know that there are some things during the summer, if we're going to be real honest, especially when we're looking at like camp, right? Let's yeah. take camp, for example. There's always going to be one more thing you could do, right? <laughs> That's right. There's always. Because <laughs> you could go, well... I could do a little bit more decoration on the stage, right? Yeah. I'm going to work on that for a little bit more. Uh, I, I could do some more tinkering over in this area, right? Yeah. More, 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 more. When we have other things that are also like our own life that we're still trying to do, yeah. um, I think it, it balances that out. Like um, youth ministry should be your vocation and your work. It shouldn't be your hobby. Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe maybe a line to share. Yeah, that's good. I, I think the final thing that I would uh, just really encourage our people is we talk about just care for ourselves during this time. Um, and, and I'm probably the last person that be, should be giving this advice, but sometimes the people that are last to be giving the advice understand it even more sometimes. Um, understanding and watching our eating habits mm. during summertime. Um, I know for for myself, the end of the summertime – it, I, I always ended up putting on some extra LBs, right? Because mm. it was like, I, you know, I'm heading from camp to camp. I'm eating out of a window, out of a bag, mm. right? All of those kind of things during camp that I, I just found myself uh, finding really bad it's habits. It's easy to do in the ministry. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and so we've got to be conscious of that, right? And there's ways to do that. There's ways around that. Um, I think that the, I think what all of this shows us, if we're not well rested, we're eating poorly, we're not taking time for ourselves, is that we're honestly, if we're going to be real honest, we're probably living um, in a place of imbalance. Yeah. Um, which, if we're going to point to anything, and and 
know that we're right in the middle of summer or right at the beginning of summer. And so maybe this episode should have really came like four months from now. And I hope that you start writing things down. There are so many things that um, when we're really, really prepared ahead of time, that could yeah. already be done that we oftentimes wait until the week of, yeah. right? Um, and so we've got to get to be become people out of those bad habits and out of those bad habits of, of procrastination that we're able to knock out a lot of the things that aren't contingent on happening the week before camp. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the one of the things that I got into the rhythm of uh, in student ministry is I got to where Wednesday was my least stressful day of the week. Mm. Um, purposefully, I knew that if I didn't do that, by the time Wednesday night happened, then I'm just checking things off, right, when it comes to relationships with students. So if I could set myself up to where literally Wednesday, I'm kind of twiddling my thumbs going, well, I'm just kind of hanging out, waiting for tonight, right? Yeah, yeah. It al- it allowed me to be present with my students that night. Mm. I think for some of us in all the busyness of summer, because we wait until the last minute, everything's piling up right before it happens. We finally get to camp, and we're emotionally exhausted, right? We're not there. We're short tempered. All of these kind of things, and so maybe for you. Uh, listening, maybe you're feeling that way. Mm. If you've got your main details down for camp, everyone's going to be safe. We've got all of the, you know, the spiritual elements taken care of, all of that kind of stuff. Maybe for you, it's going, I'm going to take this day before camp and I'm going to relax. I'm Mm. going to become present. I'm going to get mentally and spiritually in a place to actually pour into these students and not just walk through checklist boxes. And, and so that's my hope, right? That's my hope for each and every one of you listening as you're heading into your next camp, your next retreat, um, or just your next event during the summer, that water balloon fight. That's going to be a blast. My encouragement for you is enjoy the moment while it's there. Can I recommend a book? Kristen, yes. parting wisdom out the door. So I, um, I probably mentioned this book <clears throat> on like a way long ago podcast, but it honestly changed my life of my work and rest and health rhythms. And I feel like I need to read it once a year. And I recommend it to my dad because um, we... I must have inherited from him. We have a very quick internal pace and our wheels are always spinning and going and going and going. Mm. Um, And it's called An Unhurried Life Following Jesus's Mm. Rhythms of Work and Rest. And uh, the author Mm. is Alan Fadling or Fadling. I'm not sure how you F-A-D-L-I-N-G. Alan Fadling, probably. Um, and I thanked the wrong author on Twitter for this book a while ago. So that got awkward. Uh, <laughs> he never wrote back. And so I'm like, whatever. He's an author. He's a big deal. And then I'm like, you didn't write that Dear book. Dear <laughs> Sarah, thank you for your fine book. 
Uh, dear madam, I have yet to write a book, but thank you for thinking of yes, me. Yes, sir. Um, but honestly, it kind of going back, I think, I can't remember which one of you said it, like checking out and like becoming a vegetable in front of Netflix is not going to refuel mm. you or Fortnite, Zach, you know, but <laughs> oh, I went there. Dang it. You don't, you don't know the, pa- you don't know I the powers of Fortnite. I should talk about what I don't know about, but, um, you know. Oh, that that's that's like tweetable that's you can like a, tweet okay, it you okay. just have to give me credit okay <laughs> but <laughs> or someone that or has that a name author. similar yeah. in the world we'll just come yeah dear Kristen La- lackawanna we would like to thank you for your fine tweet but the honest he talks so much about how when we go to rest we don't become in a vegetative state but we look at more the example of what Jesus did kind of what I was talking about in the beginning but just the way that his ministry was never hurried and that he was never too hurried to serve he was never too hurried to love to have compassion it was because of the work and rest rhythms rhythms that he had in his life not the start stop start stop start stop because chad something you were talking about um about hey camp i can make the stage a little bit better i can make this flyer a little you know in our jobs workaholism if that's a word is um totally possible because nobody's gonna tell us to stop nobody's gonna tell us you've done enough and there is really no clock in and clock out it's all very abstract and so if we get into an unhealthy rhythm we really could uh, let the ministry run away from us and just constantly be chasing it and um, stay in a, an unhealthy pace forever. And nobody, at least in, in the culture where I work in, nobody has a leash on me. They're just going to let me go and do my thing. And I've seen guys burn yeah. out and say, I'm too busy. And, and mm. sometimes leadership will come back and say, but these are goals and burdens that you've put on yourself. Like you got into a rhythm of being a workaholic because you always want to do more, achieve Mm. more, 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 more. But what have you Mm. been called to do? You, you know, don't make yourself um, crazy by adding to your to-do list. Sometimes we just put that on ourselves. So that book, honestly, I cannot recommend it enough. Um, It changed the way I see work and rest completely. And, what better example than Jesus? You know, this isn't just something someone made mm. up, but. it's mm. good. Well, hey, if you're catching this in the middle of summer and you're feeling like you are toast, feeling like you're at the end of all that you can muster, know that to put a pause, to rest, release, and let whatever you've got left in the tank be piped in to find a way to refill and refuel for you. Healthy minister, healthy ministry. Ministers that are healthy have healthy ministries, and healthy ministries grow. We'll catch you guys in a couple weeks. Uh, I'm, I'm flying out of here. I'm going to be gone for a month. So I'll see you guys after a bit, and you guys enjoy. Have a wonderful summer. The team at YMB is praying for you and whatever events, activities, week-to-weeks, and things that you're doing for self-care for you. We're praying for all those things, and we'll talk to you real soon. I'm
upside down. And I'm going to show you things you've never seen.